Hello, welcome back to All About Gaming, episode 6. It's episode 6 already. Now, I'm not sure how this is going to work over the next few weeks, because obviously it's Christmas and then New Year over the next few weeks. The kids will be at home, it might be a bit manic, so I might take a break for a couple of weeks and then just start again New Year, but I might not, so we'll see. So keep an eye out for the next episode and we'll see what happens. In the meantime, forget about that, we're here for episode 6. And what we're going to do, we're going to talk about gaming news, of course, because that's what we always do. Now, this week, there's absolutely tons of gaming news, loads and loads and loads and loads. So let's go on with it, shall we? Okay, right. The first thing I've got here is that Vince Persia Remake has been delayed until March. Now, this is one that went off my radar completely, if I'm being honest. So it's nice to see it back again, albeit not till March. Now, what it says here is hello Prince of Persia fans, during our Ubisoft Forward Digital Conference we proudly announced the return of D Prince of Persia the Sands of Time Remake. We're excited to put this game in your hands as we retail the story of Prince and Farah in reimagined 11th century Persia. However, 2020 has been a year like no other and today we wanted to let you know we are taking additional time to work on the game and with that the release date has been moved to the 18th of March 2021. We believe that this is the right time to we believe this is the right time to ensure we deliver a game that you will enjoy. Not bad. I've managed to read through most of it without making a mistake. So there we go. Prince Persia, March 2021. Uh, there's also been a new PS5 update now. Most of you probably already know about this, but if not, the update was to improve system performance. It also resolved an issue where data transfers and downloads were cancelled and trying to download content while a data transfer from PS4 was in progress. It also fixed some issues that were causing errors uh, during text input in some PS4 games. And it also improves stability with Wi-Fi routers as well. So there we go. Next bit of news, the PlayStation charts, uh, digital charts for the month of November were revealed. And it's quite interesting because they were revealed for both US and Canada and the EU as well. So, uh, sorry, my... my um, computer just seems to be making loads of noises which is a bit annoying stupid computer okay so us and canada uh, number one was spider-man number two was call of duty number three was demon souls number four assassin's creed number five nba 2k 21 uh, for the ps5 in the eu call of duty was actually number one then spider-man then assassin's creed then demon souls then watchdogs so it's quite interesting contrast between the eu and the us for some reason uh, as for PS4 games, Call of Duty was number one. Call of Duty was number one in Europe and the US. Uh, Assassin's Creed was number one and number two, sorry, in the US. While in the EU, FIFA was number two. Uh, Spider-Man was number three. Madden number four and FIFA 21 number five in the US. While on PS4, uh, Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man and Grand Theft Auto 5 was uh, number Five in the US and the EU. Confusing, yeah. So yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto number five in the EU for the month of November digitally. That game never goes away. It's always there. It's crazy. Imagine what's going to happen when GTA Six comes out. People just love that game. There's a bunch of other chats as well, but I won't go over them because 
it's just getting a bit monotonous now. Sales. PlayStation 5 was the biggest US launch ever for units sold in sales revenue, and DualSense sold the most ever for a controller at launch. So, uh, yeah, you can say that PlayStation 5 is doing very well indeed. Call of Duty was the best seller now for the 14th year in a row, and Assassin's Creed second best selling game as well at retail in the US. So there we go, Assassin's Creed doing really well, Call of Duty doing really well, as you'd expect. And the PlayStation 5 is selling got millions, it's doing so well, and so is the DualSense. There's no data on the Xbox, unfortunately, but that's what we know. Uh, a new Miles Morales update has been out as well, that adds a performance ray chasing mode, which is really cool. This allows for 60 frames per second in ray tracing, but it dials down things such as the amount of pedestrians and resolution and reflection quality. And I don't know if any of you have actually tried that at all. So if you have, let us know in the comments, it'd be quite interesting to know what you think. Uh, Xbox Game Pass with Cloud Gaming's coming to iOS and iPad next year is going to be playable via the Safari browser. And speaking of Game Pass, they've also revealed the sort of thing we can expect over the next year, probably just over 2021. Halo Infinite's come Game Pass, Psychonauts 2, The Ascent, The Medium, The Gunk, uh, Warhammer 40k, Dark Side, Dark Tide, sorry, Exo Mecha, Shredder, Scorn, Skateboard, Dead Static Drive, The Good Life. This is just some of the things, but obviously there's probably going to be more. They also revealed that Xbox Game Pass is a two times the engagement year over year. They also said 3,800 different games have been added. Sorry, 3,800 different games were played in the first month. So that's quite a lot. And there was billions of hours played across Xbox consoles in November 2020. So there we go. Very good. Remedy can, uh, Remedy Games has said Control was selling well. It's sold over 2 million copies. I bought the Ultimate Edition in the sale. Though I've not played it yet. I'm waiting for the PS5 update to get here. But uh, some more stats here. It's stronger than selling ever uh, compared to uh, November 2020 has been its strongest month ever. Over 2 million copies sold and digital sales are dominating, which is interesting. Digital sales in 2019 were 60% and digital sales in 2020 were over 90%. So that's just nuts. More news. Epic is also publishing a remedy game. It will be fully funded by Epic and its company consoles and PC. But Epic also says it will have significant market investment and Remedy retains the name of the IP, the rights to the IP, sorry. And they also said it's more it's not the only one that they're doing with Remedy, so there's going to be quite a few. Hopefully it's Alan Wake, because I do like a bit Alan Wake. Okay, what else we got here? Telltale. Telltale Games released a statement. And it basically amounts to the fact that while some of their IP has went back to its original owners, The Wolf Among Us 2 is coming out. And instead of releasing it all in, it's just got one episode and then another, and then another. It's all going to be all in one. So that's going to be pretty cool. To be honest, I played nearly all of their games, but that one I didn't really play. I kind of forgot all about playing Wolf Among Us. I do own it on Steam, I think. So one day I must try and play it. Okay, back to Cyberpunk news now. 8 million pre-orders it got. 41% uh, of this uh, console sales, 59% PC sales. 
74% was still digital and 26% sold physical. So that's quite good. They also released a statement to do a bit of apologising. So let me just give you an idea of what that says. It says, first of all, we'd like to start by apologising for not showing the game on last-gen consoles when it premiered and therefore not allowing you to be able to make up your mind whether you wanted to buy it or not. They've promised to fix the bugs with patches coming this month, major patches coming in January and February. So, And they also said if you want to get a refund, contact Sony or Xbox or contact the, the, the retailer that you got it from. If you don't have any joy, contact them and they'll try and give you a refund. There, I think we summed that up just about right. The Game Awards happened as well last week. Told you there was good news. Uh, Microsoft Flight is coming to Xbox in 2021. Perfect Dark was teased, although we never saw much of teasing. To be honest, it gave me kind of Crackdown vibes, the trailer, which is kind of a bad thing as far as I'm concerned, because Crackdown never turned out very good, and the trailer was pretty bad. But I'm hoping, just because the trailer kind of has the same vibe to it as Crackdown, that it won't be as bad a game. Hopefully it will actually be a good game. Again, I never played the original, so I can't really say too much about it. So I just take a drink. Uh, Mass Effect was teased, which is good. Dragon Age shown. Oh yes, give me some Dragon Age. I love Dragon Age because it's fantasy in it. And I like fantasy games, as I've said many times before. So excited about that. And Back for Blood was announced. That's got Turtle Rock ones that make Left for Dead. I'm not sure. If it looks a bit Left for Dead-ish, so I'm not sure if it's related to sequel or whatever. Not too sure. As for the awards themselves, The Last of Us 2, Sweet Top, that won loads of awards, basically. Deep breath, and on to the rest of the news. Electronic Arts has agreed a deal to acquire Codemasters for approximately one two-point billion. Now, if you know, you might have heard before that Take-Two was going to buy them. EA's swooped in, and they're going to buy them, and the acquisition should be complete in the first quarter of 2021, based on a price of seven ninety-eight dollars Per share. A gaming industry source said that this weekend that the EA was working with bankers at UBS on its offer. So there we go. What do you think of EA buying Codemasters? Good? Bad? I'm kind of not sure about that one. I mean, we know what EA have done with studios before, but Codemasters is a big studio, so maybe it'll work out. As long as they don't just have them working on Need for Speed games and they actually do some innovative stuff with them, hopefully. And for the charts, this week's UK charts, Cyberpunk was the second biggest physical launch of the year in the UK, well ahead of Assassin's Creed, Animal Crossing and Call of Duty, but quite a bit behind FIFA 21. PS4 took 60% of sales, Xbox One 35% and 35% is PC, but obviously most sales do seem to be digital and that's kind of the PC version because the PC version is generally uh, digital sales and that got most of the sales. So the charts go as Cypunk number one, Kodji number two, Animal Crossing number three, Assassin's Creed number four and FIFA 21 number five. There we go. That's the gaming news. It's quite a lot of gaming news this week. Uh, so that's it. Okay, it's time for the poll of the week. Right, the poll of the week I forgot to post. So let me just find it. And I only just actually posted it. <laughs> so it's probably not many votes. But so far, 
the poll is when you're playing a game that you highly anticipate and another highly anticipated game comes out, do you finish the first one or do you move on to the second one? Now, the reason I thought this is because I generally, I do this all the time because generally I like the big games and the big games always come out at this time of year, don't they? And they always come out at once. So you kind of, what's a good example? Watch Dogs, bought that at the start of November, played it for two weeks and then Assassin's Creed came out and all the other PlayStation games came out. So I moved on. <laughs> I moved on to Sackboy and uh, Assassin's Creed and Spider-Man. They all came out once. I tried to finish them as fast as I could. I faced Spider-Man. Then uh, I played Sackboy. Then I played Astrobot, faced that. Uh, moved on to Assassin's Creed. I've been playing Assassin's Creed for weeks. Cyberpunk comes out. Moved on from Assassin's Creed to Cyberpunk. Not finished. Watch Dogs, not finished. Assassin's Creed, not finished Cyberpunk. But... I am hoping that I'll go back to Assassin's Creed because I was really enjoying it. So uh, I'm not really, I'm not really want to leave it behind. I kind of want to go back to it again. So I'm going to do that. Anyway, the votes say, 84% of the votes so far say that they finished the first game. Whereas 15% like me move on. <laughs> so there we go. There we go. So let's read some comments, shall we? Okay, so the comments say, going to start at John Blaze, says he moves on, life's too short, fair enough. Uh, Bors says, move on, he has a trail of half for West Fish games, including Vala, Toshima, Crash Bandicoot, Bug Snacks and more. Still start because I got a dragon yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mazadaz says he's awful at starting then buying the next thing, but most things have quite average around 10 hours. However, when Assassin's Creed at the moment, what finish that especially before being 30 hours in, before moving on to Immortals or Cyberpunk or Yakuza, will play shorter game though. None of them are short, are they? Yakuza, Cyberpunk, Immortals, all big long games. Uh, at Isolated Scott says he plays both at the same time. Uh, at Sparrow says, Sparrow241, sorry, says I don't get Oh, let's just make, oh no, he's talking about something completely different, but we'll maybe come back to that in a minute. Uh, at Chalky83, he says, I finished what I'm playing. I've never been in a rush to play a game as soon as it releases, which is a good way to do it, in my opinion. Much better way than what I do it. And the final comment says, the longer you wait, the more stable it is. Day one is generally a mess, which again is fair enough. Like I say, that's what I do. I just kind of move on. I try, I'll try and move back once I've finished the ones I want to play. It's got, right now, we're going to move on to what I've been playing, which is Cyberpunk. So it's kind of a good thing to talk about. It's like I see, I was playing Assassin's Creed. I'm really enjoying it. Really, really good game. Very enjoyable. And then I go and move on to Cyberpunk because it came out and I thought, oh, let's give it a wee go. And I've kind of got hooked on it. It looks, I mean, it's probably the best looking game I've played in a long time. Really nice game. I don't generally like uh, third-person, first-person games. Sorry, I prefer third-person, so Assassin's Creed is more appealing in that respect. Of course, it's in a fantasy setting, which again is more my thing. But there's just something about Cyberpunk. It's just really fun. It's a bit different, I would say. The missions seem well thought out. They're so different. Like the, the sort of side missions seem so different and a bit special compared to 
the sort of side missions you normally get. There's a lot of good things in there. There's one where you need to recover these Delmate cabs, for instance, that go a bit haywire and you need to go get them. There's all side missions where you need to do dodgy stuff for dodgy people, <laughs> which is quite fun. And then you've got a main mission, which is with Keanu Reeves in it, and it's just a bit crazy and really difficult at points as well, I have to say. You really need to stop that computer and make noises. It's really annoying me. I don't know why it's doing it. Stop making noises. Stupid computer. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed, oh, not sorry, Cyberpunk, excellent. Uh, really enjoying it. Ray tracing looks fantastic on PC anyway. It's a shame about all this business with the uh, PS4 and Xbox One. It should probably never have come out in them, should it? That's, that's a bit of a mess, that situation. Why they bothered to release it? on Xbox and PlayStation at all, I really don't know. They 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 kinda deceived people in the fact that they never really showed what it would look like, did they? So that's a shame. I mean they should really have showed what it looks like. That's that's just shocking behaviour really. And why wasn't it ready on Xbox uh, Series X and PlayStation 5? They've had quite a long time, surely they should maybe just have focused their efforts on that and just forgot about the old generation. Maybe it's just the money they're after. Or maybe they should just not have released those uh, versions of the game until they got this patch out that's apparently coming January, February that's going to make the game look a lot better. Why not just wait? Why not just leave it to that patch is available and ready and then release it? People would still have bought it at 8 million pre-orders. So yeah, not, not getting that one at all. It's a shame. But anyway, I've been joined playing it. Well, it's fantastic on my... Uh, RTX 380, uh, Ryzen D900X processor, fit to giga RAM, and it's it runs wonderfully. I mean, I'd say I've got ray tracing ultra settings on. Also, uh, I'm running the DLSS at performance, and it gives me frames between 48 to 60, I would say. So it's quite smooth. And no, I've not really had an issue. Of course, there are bugs. I've mentioned this in another video if you want to watch that. But there are bugs. There was one I opened a door and it threw me back. Got a thousand meters. Something I had to run all the way back to the door again. There's random cars flying up there. There's enemies spawning into rocks. I mean, the general stuff you get with sort of open world games in it. <laughs> that's, that's what always happens with open world games in it. These mad things. But it will get better over time, hopefully. Hopefully the patches come out and make it better. But yeah, really nice looking game. I mean, there's something about it at night time when the ray tracing's on and there's all this neon lights and reflection and the puddles and the smoke and it all just comes together and you think, I never thought I'd see a game looking this good. You always thought to yourself there was always going to be limits. I mean, you know how much games has changed over the years. It's crazy how, how amazing looking they've got. There's always sort of been limits where you're thinking, oh, it looks amazing. But then you never realise to yourself that it can look even better. If you think of the first Uncharted when that first came out, everybody's got, wow, this is amazing. What a great looking game. It's one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Now look at it. Go back and look at it. It looks terrible compared to that cyberpunk. How, how long before these games are photorealistic? It can't be long because they're getting there. They're, they absolutely are. And they look fantastic. Do I recommend Cyberpunk? Yes, I do. I think it's a brilliant game. I think it's going to be superb on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I think it's going to, if it looks anywhere near as good as what it does on PC, then people are going to love it. Because it's a good game underneath it all, really. 
it's a really good game. It's just a shame that the launch has kind of been a bit riddled, hasn't it? Riddled with the PS4 and Xbox versions looking rubbish, riddled with bugs, riddled with all the controversy surrounding Cyberpunk, which I, eh, the Cyberpunk's developer, which I'm not interested in talking about to ones because that's not really my thing to talk about. I'd rather just stay positive talk about the games. But yeah, so that's that's mainly what I've been playing. I'm trying to think if I've actually played anything else other than Cyberpunk over the last week, but I don't think I have. I think I've been playing that constantly since it came out. I don't think I really went back to Assassin's Creed. I downloaded Doom Eternal on Xbox Game Pass PC, but I've not even started that yet. I've not even looked at it. Uh, nah. I mean, I've got things I want to go back to. Assassin's Creed. want to go back to FIFA and maybe have we shot at that. But I think. No, I think that's it. Cyberpunk. Pure Cyberpunk. Now, over the next few weeks, it's going to be interesting because obviously there's no more games coming out. I did have Lego. Lego. What's it called again? The Lego. Is it? Uh, I can't Lego. Skywalker Saga, is it? I think that's what it's called. I've I noticed that comes out at the end of December, but I'm not sure how true that is. So let me know if you're going to pick that up. But other than that, I don't think there's really any games coming out. So there's not really going to be any games to talk about either. So the videos on the channel might be a bit lacking for a couple of weeks until we get back into the swing of things. But uh, I'll try and do another podcast if there's things to talk about during the holidays. If not, it'll be back after the new year. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining me for All About Gaming episode 6 already. It won't be long until it's episode 10, will it? Anyway, if you enjoyed the video, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe. Remember, you can listen on iTunes, Spotify, not, not Spotify yet, unfortunately, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Amazon Alexa, iHeartRadio, I believe is a new one that was added yesterday. Uh, tune in as well, Podbean, if I've not said that already. There's loads of places, basically everywhere except Spotify, unfortunately. But Spotify might come soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. If you've listened on any of the podcast services, thanks for that. If you've watched on YouTube and watching my face, then thanks for that as well. <laughs> and I'll see you next time. Bye.